Thanks for joining a couple of 90s kids. You're listening to Stuck in My Generation. One viewer. Will that one viewer let us know if we're coming through loud and clear? Welcome to the podcast that's Stuck in My Generation. It's Christmas, so we're going to give a disclaimer. We are, things are busy. Shit is crazy. So, Faith No More, we'll get there, we'll listen to it, we'll come at you with that deep dive into their discography. Sure. But we don't know the exact date because it's it's Christmas time. It's a busy time of the year. It's the busiest time of the mm-hmm. year of all time. So, stay tuned for that. We'll announce, you know, at least 24 hours in advance as to when we go live with that one. But we thought we would come at you with a special bonus episode. Whoever that one viewer was, they're like, fuck this, I'm out. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fuck it, I'm out. Beach Boys, what the fuck are these guys? They want to talk about everybody's gone surfing. <laughs> surfing Ohio. Surfing tornadoes. I think only one of them actually surfed. I think it was Dennis. Was it? Yeah. Well, why the fuck are they the Beach Boys? Dennis Wilson, I don't know. Dennis the Menace Wilson. Yeah. Pet Sounds is supposedly one of the biggest albums of all time, and I understand it. I do, and we'll deep dive it, but A, if you're watching, again, we got a viewer. Let us know we're coming through loud and clear. I'm, I'm pretty sure we are, but if you would comment and just let us know because this is a new setup with a new PC, with a new everything, because I wasn't happy with what we were using before. I am. Uh, I wouldn't call it a perfectionist, but I I like for shit to be easy and, right. and streamlined and smooth. You do a good job. Uh, thanks, thanks. That's Christmas present in itself. And that one viewer yeah. left as well. They're like too fucking ugly for me. I'm out. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's Anyways, all right. we're gonna be talking about the Beach Boys' Pet Sounds. <sighs> Hicks, what is your experience with the boys from the beach? The Beach Boys, uh, I was fed the Beach Boys, the Endless Summer album at a very early age. Okay. I was not, so I'm interested to hear this. And it was seriously like my Mother Goose Nursery Rhymes album. I mean, I just, I played this all the time. It was the Catch a Wave, Little Deuce Coop in my room, Don't Worry Baby, California Girls, like Help Me Rhonda. And I was just really, my dad had this album. And I was just really interested in like the harmony of this group at an early age. Good harmony. Good and, harmony. And my my uh, wife informed me that my father in law, who I love dearly, uh-huh. this is his one of his favorite albums. Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds. Okay. Which makes perfect sense because there's there's some details to Pet Sounds, and one of those details is uh, it was. The album itself was inspired by the Beatles' Rubber Soul. Mm. So Brian Wilson heard Rubber Soul and thought, A, I can up the ante on this, Mm -hmm. and B, I think he also heard Phil Spector's Wall of Sound. Man, I'm glad that you said that because... In my notes, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, and I didn't mean to cut you no, off. We, no, there's no jumping ahead. You my do what notes you need to say do. exactly Brian Wilson's wall of sound. And it is. It yeah. is It is Brian Wilson's wall of sound, 100%. Yeah. And it's. it took me a few listens to really get what was going on, and then I realized a little ways through, there's no guitar in this shit. No, and if there either. is, I missed it. 
It's buried if it is. It's buried if it is. There's so many orchestral sounds and so many tambourines. And like, I guess I also read that Brian Wilson had a nervous breakdown before recording this album. Okay. And that was from too much LSD, I guess. He was hitting the LSD particularly hard, which you wouldn't think of from a Beach Boy. Right, You wouldn't right. think of, you know, everybody's going surfing, yeah. surfing down the devil's alley <laughs> on yeah. LSD, getting <laughs> fucked up. But Brian Wilson apparently liked to get fucking wet yeah. and, and jam the fuck out. I've never heard this. I hate to say I've never heard this album. I think... When we first started the process of this podcast, I tried to listen to this sure, album. Sure. And I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then, you know, we listened to the Beatles, a lot of Beatles. And I started to, well, I'll just say, if you like the Beatles softer stuff, this is right in line. You sure, yeah. With the Beatles softer shit. Yeah. Again, no guitar, no heavy drums, very orchestra like sure but i had a different experience this time around okay not not crazy and the reason we do these things also the the bonus episode one album reviews we're not going to listen to all 29 of the beach boys albums. right right there's no fucking way sure. i don't want to go surfing yeah. and i don't want to sing about you know in the surfing in the usa and and this and that and being on the beach just not my jam right but we're never going to do 29 Beach Boys albums, so we thought, why not do what is regarded as one of the top three albums of all time? Sure. A lot of publications. Top two albums of all time, Sgt. Pepper, Pet Sounds. is usually, from what I gathered looking on the internet, those two albums are regarded as two of the best albums of all time. Okay. And I thought that that's high praise. That's high praise. Very high praise. If I'm not mistaken, I think this album, Pet Sounds, influenced Sgt. Pepper. It did. And or sparked a fire, too. Yes. We need to outdo Pet Sounds. Yes. And that's the cool thing. So Pet Sounds, influenced by Rubber Soul. Mm-hmm. And in turn, the Beatles are like, Pet Sounds is fucking awesome. Yeah. Let's make an album. Yeah. This sounds like a wall of sound. Sergeant Pepper is a wall of sound. I also gathered a note that uh, I can't remember her name, so I'll pull up my notes, but... Brian Wilson, not to be confused with the great Brian Hicks. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Wilson took this album to London. Maybe he was already there on a trip designed to spread the word among rocks hierarchy. And in a hotel suite, Brian Wilson played this album to John Lennon. Okay. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Keith Moon. I heard that. And Mick Jagger's girlfriend at the time, Marianne Faithful. Okay. Who I believe was the vocalist on maybe Give Me Shelter. Maybe she was the the female vocalist okay. on Give Me Shelter. Okay, I, I don't I don't know. Uh but they play but Brian Wilson played this to them and the whole room was all struck. And that is, like you said a minute ago, what inspired yeah. the Beatles to go with Sgt. Pepper. So without pet sounds, we don't have Sgt. Pepper. That's wild. And without rubber soul, we don't have pet sounds. Yeah. Kind of crazy. But I guess they considered themselves like an intercontinental battle. Sure, sure. The Beach Boys and the Beatles, but they had mad respect and and got along very well like like the Beatles did with everyone. I heard Paul McCartney in an interview say that there was kind of a, not a conflict, but a competition. 
And man, I had no idea and I wouldn't expect. I never would have expected to have thought of the Beatles competing with the Beach Boys. No, no. Uh, you, you think the Stones, you think maybe the Who. Sure. You know, you, you think competing with themselves, competing with Yoko Ono and some of the great albums. Never mind. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shit. Fucking, uh, you know, go shit. You sent me one day. I was just like, what? <laughs> what? Just, what is- just burning John's money. That's all she's doing. That was some crazy shit. That's, yeah. Ironically, I watched a little interview of John Lennon and Yoko on some kind of TV show or something. I know which one you're talking about. They were all talking. He's like, some blame Yoko for breaking. He's like, we were already pissed at each other. Yeah. Leave it alone. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it it was, I was very surprised to find out some of the facts of this album. This album has influenced a ton of music. They, they, they being the publications claim that this album reinvented the sound of pop which i kind of get like okay. i i guess it, i guess a level of this kind of sound and layering had not been done okay which makes sense if sergeant pepper came after but again not much in the way of guitar yeah i i'm just kind of wondering about the phil specter stuff because it, it reminds me a lot of the Phil Spector, which it was different instruments. But, yeah, I just don't know. I, I need to do more research on that. That's all I got on it. Yeah. I decided to dig into, you know, why. Because I didn't know. Why is Pet Sounds considered to be such an iconic, you know, life-changing album? Yeah, I'll tell you, I actually bought this on vinyl not too long ago. Like two weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, all the albums on the wall were $25 and up, and Pet Sounds was like 250 Well, I'd have bought it for 252 I did. And 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 there's reasons I would have bought it for 250 I probably would have bought it for 1250 $25, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's start out the the... I didn't know because I knew this was a Beatles, not a Beatles. <laughs> I knew this was a Beach Boys album that bucked the trend. I guess the record studio wasn't happy with it. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted more songs about fucking surfing, man. Yeah. They wanted some more of that shit. And they get this and they're like, what the fuck has he done? What has Brian Wilson done? What is this? Yeah. And how can you call it a Beach Boys album? Because most like the whole band is not the Beach Boys. All right. the Beach Boys did was sing. They didn't even write the lyrics. Right. Like Brian Wilson didn't write these lyrics. He just but I I mean, I guess he has a mastermind for coming up with the concept of it and and most of the what happened. Sure, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. With without him, this album wouldn't happen, but I find it odd that they didn't write the lyrics, nor did they hardly play any instruments. They played some. Yeah. But mostly it was just the Beach Boys harmonies. Sure. I think the drummer, you know, the drummer had a part. But I turn this album on and and it instantly you get track one. Wouldn't it be nice? That's a good jam. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a good jam growing up. And there's another quick preface to this episode. I would have never fucking liked this mm-hmm. at all. My final score, there's a thought on there, but... Oh, I need to tally up my final score, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Growing up, this was this this was way too soft for me. Sure. And that's why this podcast is important. The Beatles were way too soft, too. Sure, yeah. 
So growing up, I'd have been like, what is this shit? I can't do this. Turn it off. Give me some fucking grab my rusty cage and <laughs> yeah. run. Yeah. This just wasn't up my alley. But right. through the growth of this podcast and the growth of discovering that we love the Beatles. Sure. And Beastie Boys, amongst others, that we found on this podcast. I thought this was a, a good idea to do a bonus episode, a one album thing. Maybe this is up our alley now since we were old and mellowed out, gray in our beards, all that That's good shit. Right. Maybe this is where it's at. We'll get there, though. Wouldn't it be nice? Uh, I gave it a four. I'll go slow since you're tallying up your numbers. Oh, I'm not yet. You go right ahead. I will, though. But I, I thought this was a, a nice, happy sound, and it holds up better than I remember. And if there is one thing I can say about the Beach Boys, the vocals are very pleasant like the vocals are good and the vocals on this song were exceptionally good in my opinion which i did give it a four yeah like i can't not live without it sure i can live without it but it's one of those iconic songs yeah and it's not one i ever hated i just wasn't really into this sound back then sure and then listening to this i was like this is definitely the beach boys but just not as beachy. So I kind of got the gist of the album a little bit, but I had no idea what was coming next. What did, what did you think of Wouldn't It Be Nice? Wouldn't It Be Nice? I was familiar with this track. I uh, it's, it's a first for me, but I was kind of uh, on the fence between us scoring this as a 2 or a 3, so I scored this as a 2.5. I've heard it a bunch. It's... It's just okay to me, you know. Yeah. It, it does lack bite. I'm still, you know, I, I grew up on the early, I don't know if how earlier the Endless Summer album was. I have sentimental, you know, emotions towards that album. Uh, when I think Beach Boys, that's what I think. I think that other sound. What songs were on that album? Endless Summer? Yeah. Catch a Wave, Little Deuce Coop, In My Room, California Girls, Help Me Rhonda. It was that harmonizing element that I was interested in when I was little. And I'm talking like seven. Right. Is when I yeah. first heard that. That's that my, shit's gold back then. That was my nursery rhymes, you yeah. know. And I played it so much, and, you know, the rest of my family was sick of it just because I wanted to hear it all the time, over and over. Yeah. So when I think Beach Boys, I, wouldn't it be nice? It's just okay to me. I oddly remember when I was that age, my stepbrother Josh loved the Beach Boys. So I'm sure okay. I heard this whole album over and over. Okay. But at that time, I was all about Warrant. So I, was, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't listening to the Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah. I wanted a slice of cherry pie and a <laughs> scandally clad woman by my side. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to go surfing. Yeah. But that, but I, t I totally understand, though, because w when I was that young, it was Warrant. It was Brian Adams. You know, it was, mm -hmm. it was anything that made me feel either hyper yeah. or touched me in the feels. I think I listened to a lot of Chicago when I was <laughs> a preteen. Yeah. yeah. I jammed Chicago. I had a Chicago tape that I listened to over and over. Wow. Oddly enough, Brian Wilson's current tour mm -hmm. is him and Chicago. They are touring either soon or as we speak really yeah i checked out his twitter yeah because that old fuck's still twittering yeah okay sorry brian i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah um but yeah him and him in chicago which is a match made in heaven because chicago 
saying, you know, there are a lot of similarities to this album. I bet this album pretty much influenced Chicago. I can't name one Chicago song. You'd know them if you heard them. Yeah. Just a few. Yeah. I don't think there's that many. I think Chicago, I think a little Nicky spinning the the fucking oh, record yeah. backwards. It's yeah. like, you will obey Satan. <laughs> yeah. like, that's what I think of when yeah. I hear Chicago, besides the fact that I loved them when I was little. But but yeah, we we grow up with the, the happy sounds. This album took a weird left turn. Like, I knew this song. And then the very next song was called You Still Believe in Me. Yep. Big, huge wall of sound. It impressed me. Maybe I was really impressed by the layers. Maybe I was just coming off of a Sgt. Pepper kick. Sure. I don't know. But I dug this song a lot, and I gave it a four. Okay. Because I just really thought the sound was impressive and the vocals were impressive. And there was like a, a a bit of vulnerability that I'd never heard in a Beach Boys song. Like it was almost kind of touch me in the feels vulnerability. Like I'm so used to the poppy, upbeat, you know, California girls like stuff. That this song hit me. I was like, what the fuck is this? Okay. Didn't hit me hard because, again, I'm a guitar guy. Sure. I want I want some bite to my music. But you still believe in me, I thought. It is kind of a four. This is really impressive okay. to me. And I, I kind of dug it. Now, five, if these first two songs were fives, it means I'm going to go seek it out and listen to it all over again. That wasn't really the case. But as a four, I was more than okay with it. I was like, this is really soothing. Granted, I was laying in bed, you know, with my headphones on, probably ready for the night to just, this might be a good sleep album for me. Could be. Because yeah. it has that kind of feel. Yeah. What did you think about You Still Believe in Me? Uh, I gave it a one. I hate it. <laughs> I, I love hate. when Hicks is like, don't ever say, I might need to go back and re-listen. <laughs> no, you let the hate out, Hicks. Let it out of your heart. I hate this track. Fucking hate it. I don't like it. And, I, and when I was listening to probably this track, I thought since we've started doing these reviews, my, I don't want to say my, my interest it's either love or hate. There's not much in between. That makes sense. It's my, I don't want to say my interest. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what kind of adjective I'm looking for. My it's mental. Either, it's either Queens of the Stone Age or Dire Straits for Hicks. Dire Straits <laughs> or Bobby Brown. <laughs> it's just, it's getting cleaner. Yeah. It's just, I'm focused on what I really like. And what I don't like, it's just gone forever. It's just, just cleaner. That makes that makes all the sense in the world. And it's getting better. I was I mean, surprised when I scored this shit too. These first couple tracks, because I was like, man, am I am I going too high on this, or am I just feeling this in the moment? Sure. And uh, I couldn't quite figure it out. This is this is sort of a weird album for me. Okay, it's a very weird album because I I just. There's more tracks, but the for, for a second, these first couple tracks, I was like, is this going to be something I'm listening to all the time? Because like, I don't remember, wouldn't it be nice sounding this good? Yeah. And I don't remember hearing a song like You Still Believe in Me, but I made this connection to the Beatles. Maybe I read that and was like, open my eyes to, to this. But the third track, That's Not Me, uh... I got it graded as a three. I thought it was short and sweet and just okay. Okay. Did you give it a one? Gave it a one. 
Let the hate out of your heart, Hicks. Don't like it. Let the hate out of your heart. I don't like it. Uh, previous tracks still kind of resonated in my mind. I just thought there was so much going on. That wall of sound, just so much. There was a lot. It was it wasn't too much for me. It was just too much for my interest. Right. That's not for me. Scored as a one. This is not for me. Track number three. Track number three should have been called This Is Not For Me. Track four, Don't Talk. I went back and I gave it a four. I thought it was kind of beautiful. I okay. thought the composition itself was beautiful. I was kind of in a trance while listening to it. So I gave it a four. I almost said that's the last four I handed out. It's not. Did you like Don't Talk? Zero. Zero! Gave this a zero. It's like, you don't put a guitar in this shit. I fucking hate you. Like, it's Anakin not the Skywalker guitar. hates children. Gave it a zero. Uh, one of the best albums of all time. Not even in my, well, I don't want to give anything away yet. But but it's 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 one of those things. Like, you either like this sound or you don't. Like, it's there's, there's, there's just no in between. Yeah. And I, there are points where I struggled. That's okay. Track five, I'm waiting for the day. I gave a shit a four. Okay. I thought the drums, I've never heard drums like that. Okay. I don't know what it is. It's like they, they took the Lars Aldrich Saint Anger snare sound mm-hmm. and, and applied it to everything. I was listening to the drums this whole track and I was like, what the fuck are they doing on the drums that I've mm-hmm. never heard a drum track like this before? Okay. Like something about the drums on this made me just appreciate the track, so I gave it a four. Okay. Zero or one, Hicks? Zero. <laughs> I it's fucking a, love it. It's a crock pot of shit. It's a crock pot of shit. I don't like this. <laughs> and when I got to this track, my notes say this album is in my way of listening to something good right i haven't seen the light i didn't see the light with there this. may not be a light there that's that's why i repeat again the fact that this does not have a hardly a guitar a guitar track to be heard it's it's very off like i can't figure out if this is some kind of album that you would hear in a fancy hotel bar. Yeah. Or if this is something that rockers are literally listening to saying, this is magic. I can't figure it out, but it's, it's a very strange album. It's extremely, extremely strange. Like they said it revolutionized pop rock, but at the same time, I felt like it was a step back in a different time where guitars didn't exist. And it was orchestral, but with harmonizing vocals. This is very strange to me. Yeah, it is strange. And, you know, this this music up to this point is not timeless for me. Yeah. When I think timeless. I'm not going to call it timeless either. That, that's a I big, think, those are I big think words. maybe it was a link in the chain during that era. It yeah. could possibly be. But you get a lot of Stones, you get a lot of Beatles, you get a lot of Led Zeppelin, you get Queen. Let me jump into this. That shit is timeless to me. That right. shit sounds good. I mean, there's there's George Harrison songs that sound damn good today. Yeah. This, this song didn't sound very good to me, so I'm waiting for the day track number five. I just, I didn't like it. Didn't like it. 
No. Nope. Let, let's go away for a while. I dropped down finally to a two. I thought it was interesting, but it was just okay. Did you give it a zero or a one, Hicks? This is a first. Oh, shit. Yeah. Negative one. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I went below zero. I so, hate this album so much. I purchased this album on vinyl. I watched reaction videos to this album. So you tried. a very diverse group of people. You tried. I watched a fucking documentary about this album. No shit. I watched Paul McCartney talk about this album. I read the Wikipedia page about this album. I went in hard because I thought, Motherfuckers. And you pulled out soft as fuck. I'm not seeing what everybody else is seeing. I'm not seeing the light. And that there's another point, too. Maybe if you were around in 1966, Six? maybe it would be different. I fucking doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hate, 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 hate. Welcome to and the Player Haters Ball here on I Stuck in I My Generation. I don't hate these dudes. And no, you like that one album because it's got significance to you. And yeah, but... You know, and I don't, I'm not going to be upset because a lot of people enjoy this album. I respect that. You different know, strokes for different folks. There's a lot of shit that I like. That people, people like Dio. Gonna, <laughs> I don't know why. People like Dio. Dio fans. People yeah. like Iron Maiden. Yeah. Hicks and I tried to listen to some Iron Maiden for a minute. Like, should I got we to maybe? like two songs. No fucking thanks. No, I couldn't do it. No. As uh, soon as anyone goes, I'm out. <laughs> I know I've said that before I on thought, this podcast, but I'm fucking out. I thought, man, their t-shirts are kind of cool. Yeah. Their t-shirt artwork. Yeah. I mean, all the cool kids wear those in Slayer shirts now <laughs> as a fashion statement. They probably never listen to a single song, but. Yeah. I don't know. I hope our sound's going through. Everybody keeps jumping in and leaving. Are they? It's okay. Maybe they're like Beach Boys. Why are they talking about the Beach Boys? These people <laughs> feel the same way as Hicks tonight. They're <laughs> yeah. like, I can't do this shit. Yeah. I just can't do it. Uh, we are on track. Seven. Seven. Sloop John B. Sloop John B. I gave it a three. I thought it was solid with some really cool sounds. Hicks, is it a negative two? I gave this track, and I was familiar with this track. Okay. Uh, I gave this a two. I'm calling this track Sloop John B, and I don't really have a reason why, but I'm calling this the Beatles version of Octopus Garden. Just kind of a okay. corny, yeah. not so <laughs> much corny. Horny. Sloop John B is not really corny. I, that's that's a really bad comparison. I'd like to take that back. I think it, I think they I think he tried a little. There are some tracks on here that I I feel like he tried too hard. Yeah, I, I feel like he tried too hard. It kind of didn't. This track, Sloop John B, really didn't flow with the album up to this point. It's kind of out of place. But you know, I gave it a two. I shouldn't have said the octopus's garden. Maybe Why I not? said the octopus's garden because First off, that track threw me off on that album. And Sloop John B kind of threw me off on this album. It's not what I was expecting. I never right. would have guessed this track was from this album. Yeah. It, it was different. That And it's a point where I was like, okay, I've got these fours, fours, fours. And this this kind of was like, I don't know. I don't know about this. It's a little weird. Yeah. I didn't love it. Track eight, though, God Only Knows, Paul McCartney has said this is the greatest song ever written. Well, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know if he still feels this way, but at one time, Paul McCartney felt like this was the greatest song ever written. I listened to it. I probably shouldn't have read that before hearing it. Mm-hmm. But I did give it a four 
because okay. A, I thought it was really good, and B, I thought the layers were outstanding. Again, still no guitar. Really weird from a 90s grunge kid to give this a four, but I may go listen to this one again. Okay. I gave it a two. Maybe, I was familiar with it. Maybe Paul influenced me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Paul didn't influence me. I'm still standing at my two. You know, I'm okay with this track. Um, two, you know. two does indicate okay. Yeah. Negative one indicates get the <laughs> fuck off my lawn. The negative one means I wish a squirrel would crawl up my neck and shit in my ears so I don't have to listen to this. Oh, shit. Yeah. So God only knows. You know, it's a good, it's a well-written song. You God, know. To Hicks, God only knows why people love this album. Yeah. It's like uh, a good track on this album to me is like... Uh, I don't know what to compare it to. The the badness still resonates and kind of empowers the decent stuff to me. Just yeah. because I'm still here and I'm, I still have a bad taste in my mouth. I imagine it's not getting any better. Track nine, I know there's an answer. I got three and that it's solid enough to be more than okay. I gave it a one. One. And uh, not to say anything bad about this track, but I did recognize... I thought when this track started, I recognized a similarity between this instrument's or a instrument sound and the sound from the Sanford and Son. I they, did not, but now I'll go back and dun, check dun, them both dun, out. Dun. I don't know what that instrument is. Yeah. I should know, but I don't know. And it's nothing to say, neither one of them's really bad. It's just I don't know what that instrument is. It's just I don't think I've ever heard that outside of Sanford and Son. I need to go that, back. Dun, 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 dun. Whatever that <laughs> instrument is, I don't know what it is. We got to find out. Yeah, so I gave it a one. Gave it a one. Was that I know there's an okay track 10 here today? Mm-hmm. Gave it a three. Okay. I put, I could see this growing on me uh, with additional listens, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Did you give it a zero or a negative one? Uh, here today, I gave it a zero. It's Did a not. Zero. I called that one. Did not like it. This album, and I said it before on some of the earlier podcasts, when I go into like an album or a, just just about, any, you know, if it makes my life better, I ask myself, does this album make my life better? Right. Does it make it worse? Is this going in my clean little collection of shit that I like? Yeah. No. Maybe that's why I graded some of it high. Maybe it's making my life better because it helps me sleep. And that's it understandable. That's okay, man. I have sleep albums. Do you have sleep albums? No, I probably should. I mean, I don't now, but when I was a young, early 20s guy, yeah, maybe more like 20, like Murder Norms of Perfect Circle. Sure, yeah. That yeah. was a sleep album for me. I don't know why. Yeah. Half of it's heavy as shit. Yeah. But I, I had sleep albums, okay. right? And I had sleep movies. Happy Gilmore was a sleep movie. Okay. Put that shit on when I go <laughs> yeah. to bed in my late teens. Yeah. It was Happy Gilmore all day long. I'd be get my head down, and he'd be like, yeah, jackass. And I'd be like, hoo, 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 hoo. lay back down. Uh, Never Call Me Again says, look who got a haircut. It's not me. Uh, just realized you two are in the same studio. Nice to see. We're always in the same studio, at least since the first five episodes or so. Yeah. If you could let us know, is the sound coming through nice and clear? New setup, new computer, new device, new everything. So I was a little bit worrisome as to how the the sound would, would come through. 
but anyways, yeah, we're in the same studio. COVID shots times three. I don't know. <laughs> have you right. got your booster yet? I'm still at two. I'm still at two, too. Yeah. I need to schedule the old booster. I, I, I want to look like Sloth from the Goonies as soon as <laughs> yeah. I can. Hey, you guys. I feel like Sloth. I might as well look like <laughs> <a> shit. Exactly. <laughs> I heard girls are good. The sound is great. Good audio. Thank you, my brother. Good, I appreciate the hell out of you. Great fucking dude. Good uh, over on Spoke Audio. So if you're listening to the, the podcast and you want to check out some good YouTube content from a very very genuine dude very genuine dude i i've never met this dude i love this dude sometimes doing the podcasting and video stuff you come across people you don't even have to meet to know that you would just hit it off with them from sure. the get-go what, what was it you said i think i think he was digging my dead kennedy shirt on a on a video i did for obscure mics and we just connected and this i mean great guy good he says the audio is good good and he's got great taste in music great taste in audio good thanks for joining and on to the next track and let me know do you listen to uh have you heard pet sounds and what do you think of it bring those comments on sure definitely want to hear them me and hicks are on a little bit of the opposite side sure. of the spectrum but i think we're going to come closer together as the album nears an end mm-hmm are we on? I yeah. I just wasn't made for these times. I gave it a two. Cool sounds, but I was not feeling this at all. The album's starting to get a little long in the tooth. The sounds are starting to <laughs> end up being the same. I get that. Like get a that. like a good Pennywise or No Effects album. I love them both. Sure, but that doesn't mean I can pinpoint all kinds of songs I love from them because at the end of the day, that sound is kind of one. You could. No effects did a, a, an album called The Decline, where it was one song and twenty some minutes long. They could do that on every album. I love them to death. Sure, sure. But this album, too. every song is starting to blend. Sure. And if I hear a snippet from one of these songs, I'm not going to be sure of what track it is. And that's that's what's starting to happen here for me at the end. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't made for these times. Did you like this any better than no anything else you heard? Did not like this. And you know I'm, I listen to stuff like this, and I, I I'm going back to just my little collection of shit that I really really like. I'm like that with people too. I either love you or I hate you. I'm, I'm that not, way. I'm not much way. in between. I'm that and, way. And I don't hate. One of the people I like the most is dude that's commenting on our. Like <laughs> I like him more than half the people I've met in my life. Yeah, hates <laughs> hates a strong word. I shouldn't talk. have said. Uh, love or dislike i hate uh, to say hate but i'm good but thank you uh you know up to this point i i'm not digging this album if you enjoy this album i understand i respect the shit out of that but it's just not really for me makes perfect sense yeah. uh track 12 or almost at the end pet sounds i gave it a two same as the above uh i wasn't it's still starting to blend. Nothing standing out. Uh, the track didn't do a whole lot for me. I just thought it was okay. Did you have an okay on it, or did you just also did you did you hate this one? I gave it a one. Uh, man, I didn't dig it. And if I'm not mistaken, this was completely instrumental. It was okay. I, I thought I thought it was kind of pretty, but no vocals made it just okay for me. And you know. 15 years from now, I might really enjoy this album. I mean, it just didn't mm, hit me at the right time. I don't know, man. We're we're in our 40s. Yeah. I can't I, I can't see my taste going straight to uh 
Oh shit! What's what's fucking dude we joke about? I, I grabbed an album for free out of a bin and playing to get Goulet, Robert Goulet, Robert Goulet, Robert Goulet. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're ever going to get there. You know what I mean? I hope not. Like I think I'm going to be more like Ozzy if I do run over my face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to be more like Ozzy in my seventies. Like it does it fucking rock. Oh enough. my gosh! Have you seen the video clip of Paul McCartney meeting Ozzy Osbourne? No. In the uh, Howard Stern studio. No, I have not. They crossed paths, and I won't give too much away, but it's just like 60 seconds of just joy. It's Did they just know? Such they a, had to have known each other beforehand, right or no? I don't think they met each other. Really? I might be mistaken. I don't know for sure. Damn. Because Ozzy said, you don't know how much you influenced me, Paul. So it was just really, just really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. He was quick comments. The Beach Boys are like the Beatles, not for everyone, but still something for everyone. No matter who you are, there's a song for you. I can hit show. Nice. I'm a fan of both the Beach Boys and the Beatles. I'm just cool like that. Robert Goulet, LOL. Yes, LOL indeed. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't, like, I, I enjoyed this. But I don't think age is just going to make it all of a sudden some kind of banger for me. Mm -hmm. Track 13, Caroline, no, I gave it a three. I thought it was better than the second half, most of the second half of the album. Not great, uh, but I did like the ending, the ending, ending of this album where they kind of transition back into Wouldn't It Be Nice. Mm -hmm. Thought that was a nice way to end it. I thought that was clever. What did you give Caroline, no? Well, I gave it a one. One it is. Didn't dig it. Wasn't digging it. Hicks had a hard time with this album. And I gave it several chances and did a little bit of research on it and just, man, it's just not me. Well, I will say the lack of guitars held this one back for me. Yeah. I, I really think, and, and even though I gave it a total score of 3.15, keep in mind, I've given some albums I wasn't absolutely crazy about a 3.15 basically a three a score in the in the three range means i liked it but it was not something i couldn't live without nor was it something i'll go back to it's more a score of a three to a three five is more of a uh i probably won't go back to this but i enjoyed it while i was in the moment okay so that's what i'll say about this album i enjoyed it while in the moment but I don't believe I'll go back to this at all. I don't think it had enough bite for me. Uh, my notes say real quick, I've come a long way musically, as this would have been a 1.15 growing up Yeah, if I would have scored it back then. But it's still something I would not seek out, if only because the Beatles just sound better doing a similar thing. Yeah. Sergeant Pepper. Sergeant Pepper is a much better album than this, in my opinion. So I, I still think the Beatles did it better, even though they kind of inspired each other back and forth. I, I think my score of a three is because it's sonically pleasing. Okay. I listened with headphones. I picked out every tambourine. I picked out some of the drum sounds, and, and I, was, I was impressed, especially knowing what the Beach Boys sounded like growing up. This did impress me that, that Brian Wilson was able to take a, hard left turn and do something very different. 
But for me, if there would have been some guitars added, I think I might have revisited this. Okay. Without the guitar tracks, I don't know how interested I am in going back and listening again. But in the moment, I I was I was impressed for a Beach Boys album. Okay. I don't know what Paul McCartney's talking about, and and God only knows being the best song ever written. Well, he, he, he knows more a, than me about music, so that's I what won't I was argue. getting ready to say. He knows more than me. Is uh, yeah, that's just uh, man. I I think of some of the greats. I think uh, of course I we've talked about it, Sergeant Pepper. You know that's such a good album to me. Um, man, it's just like I said, my meter is either. Love this shit. Don't like this shit. Right. And, you know, I just I just don't dig it, man. Yeah. But now I know. Well, our buddy Rob over there agrees the ending when it fell silent. That's what I liked. Yeah, I, I liked it. Wouldn't it be nice? And it just kind of goes into silence. He says, Hicks, I agree. Not my favorite. Yeah. I'm a fan of other Beach Boys work more. Yeah, and I need to know more. I would I would like to find out. Pepper was a stellar album. Good, yeah, yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to hear the Beach Boys album prior to this, just to see what the, if you could hear the Beach Boys heading in this direction. I yeah. kind of guess that they're not. I read that. I I swear I read that they were. Like I read, there's a few tracks on the side B of the album before this. Okay, where you could kind of see this coming, and that's kind of what I feel. That's how I feel about Rubber Soul. Yeah. Rubber Soul, you can see a huge change coming. You're just not sure where it's going, or or maybe they experimented on Rubber Soul and then they not followed through with it. But to me, I think Rubber Soul was one of my favorite albums because you watch the growth and you saw the beginning of a transition, and then Sergeant Pepper came and it's like, oh shit! Like they fully transitioned to a few songs from Rubber Soul. Yeah. I read the same about the Beach Boys. They there was a few hints. And like drops that were like, they're growing as artists. I wonder, I'm more curious what they did after this. Yeah. Like, did they keep to this formula or did they roll right back to that beachy, yeah, poppy, overly bubblegum sound that they kind of had before then? I, I don't know because I don't listen to a lot of Beach Boys. Right. I'm not a Beach Boys mega fan. Or anything like that. Jesus, they had 29 albums. 29? That's why we're doing a one-album review. Gosh. No fucking way we're listening to 29 albums about surfing. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. I'd rather listen to Dick Dale if I'm going to listen to surf stuff. <laughs> Dick Dale's got some good shit. Miserloo. <laughs> 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 Man, that's some good shit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was I was wondering. I was wondering how this would go because I, I surprised myself when I gave it the final score of 315. I was like, damn, did I really like it enough to give it a three? Because a three is a solid score. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, there was a, I think Tool's undertow was in the threes. And I fucking <laughs> yeah. love me some Tool. Oh, yeah, for but, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was very confused. I was curious what you would bring to the table. Little did I know you'd bring a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> that's my first negative one. First negative one of all time. That's Nickelback ratings right there. That's fucking ICP. I was, I was disappointed. I was disappointed in this album. Just just my interest, you know. Funny comment. Uh, you two should sit down with some Les Claypool talk. We, I think we've thrown the name Primus out there a time or two. And I will say, uh, growing up grunge, which is probably what this show should have been called, growing up grunge, 
but not really. Hicks had a little more experience with different sounds than I did. Uh, I Primus is one of those things I did not like when I was growing up. Okay. I, I was not a big fan of, you know, the big brown beaver and uh, some right. of the other jams by Primus. I, I appreciated what his the hell was that? bass mastery. The blue-collar tweakers. Was that those damned blue-collar tweakers? I'm not sure. Robert might be able to help us. Nickelback and ICP are the Snickle Fritz of music. I don't know what Snickle Fritz means, but I agree with you 100%. Fritz. That's a good oh, term. Oh, shit. I saw a picture of Nancy Pelosi with Juggalo face paint on it. said <laughs> Insane yeah. Clown Pelosi, and I got a, <laughs> yeah. a pretty good kick out of that. But I watched for Primus. I watched a live performance of them uh doing those damn blue collar tweakers hillbilly hellcats he says and they were fucking in sync with the crowd it was good energy in a in a limp biscuit kind of way yeah that live funny we say that but we mean it and it was good shit um the the why known as brown beaver yeah they're kind of but there was some goofy shit there was some goofy primus shit there's some good stuff there's gotta be Probably some intricate. It seems a little proggy, too. Yeah. I remember he tried out for uh, Les Claypool, tried out for Metallica after Jason Newstead left. Did he really? Yeah. How did he not nail that down? It didn't. They were playing like, and he was over there like, yeah, different kind of energy. Two things. I'm pretty sure we shared this a while back, but there's a commercial. I don't know if it was for a pedal or what, but it was Les Claypool and Robert Trujillo. Mm-hmm. Did you see that commercial where they're in the desert and they're like doing a bass battle off? I don't remember. I have to send it to you just in case. Yeah. But that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, I, I'm pretty sure I sent you this video. It was a pandemic video and it was, uh, I don't remember what it was a cover of, but Les Claypool was playing bass on some other, what the fuck was that? It might have been a Rush jam. Okay. Unless Claypool was playing bass on it, and okay. uh, Danny Carey was playing drums. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what song it was, but that yeah. impressed me. I yeah, know Les. Sure. Clay, I know Les Claypool. Les Claypool is a beast. Oh, he is. Robert says, "Check out Les on his own. He's a beast with the odd bass instruments. Definitely. I did. I don't know if I've ever listened to any solo Les Claypool stuff. I didn't know it existed. I don't I'd think be, I did I'd be interested in listening to it." I'd be interested in Primus Deep Dive. Yeah. I don't know how many albums Primus had. Nine. Nine? Yeah. You've already looked it up. Yeah. That's not too bad. That's doable. That might be that might be doable. And even if we don't like it, sometimes it's fun to just come on and hate. I mean, you gave a negative one out tonight. I had <laughs> yes, to feel kind of good to give a negative one <laughs> yeah. out. But yeah, I don't, I don't know about this one, man. I don't know about the Beach Boys. If anybody's like, dude, you like the Beach Boys? My instant reaction is no no um if somebody says have you listened to pet sounds i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say i enjoyed it but i probably won't want to enjoy it again yeah yeah it is what it is sure yeah kind of wish we listened to less claypool instead but yeah i I mean i shouldn't say i gave it a 3.15 which is an okay score it's not close to a four though and it's definitely not close to a five yeah mine's like uh i'm like 1.3 1.3 that's better than i would have gave it growing up i i'm pretty sure i'd have gave it a 1.15 yeah never call me again live says enjoy that it's over i'm i'm glad that it's over i'm not listening to the other 28 albums 
Yeah. And I, I was going to say earlier, you know, one of the best selling albums, not even in my top. Is it one of the best selling? It's it's in that group. Well, most it, it makes popular. you wonder if it, it makes you wonder if it's because of wouldn't it be nice? Because if I'm thinking about Beach Boys songs and I'm thinking about the the one song that I have enjoyed over the years to some extent, it's probably that one. Yeah, it's not you know surfing USA or anything like that. I just never could get into that shit. Yeah, but I but I put this first track on. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice to hear. It's been years and years since I heard that, so that, that's kind of nice. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's a lot of albums do sell off the strength of singles. So yeah, they could. Maybe it is that. But I wouldn't even put this album in my top. It's not in your top anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, this or Nickelback. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd take this over Nickelback. But are, you, it's, are you sure? Yeah, probably. Just as a whole. This or Dire Straits? God. Dire Straits had some mean guitar licks. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I think I go Dire Straits. The one album. The the one album, Dire yeah. Straits. A few good tracks, but... A few good. Yeah. Some bad shit. This or... Shit, what else did we hate on? We've hated on a few. The police. We didn't hate on them too bad. We didn't completely hate on the police. But would you listen to this or your favorite police album, if there is a thing? God, I don't know. God only knows. Yeah. What else didn't we like? Didn't like The Clash. I didn't. No, I didn't like Clash either. I honestly think I'd rather listen to this over the Clash. Yeah, I would too. Clash was a disappointment. I'll tell you what it is. We're going to go through, before we end the show, because we are going to end the show very shortly. Mm -hmm. Let's go through and look at what we have reviewed and decide this or the best album from so-and-so. It's fun that you can just look yourself up. Mm -hmm. Uh, this or Amy Winehouse? Pet Sounds or Amy Winehouse? Amy. I go Pet Sounds. This or The Doors? (laughs) (laughs) Hicks, won't you answer my question? Hicks, won't you answer my question? I probably rated The Doors some of their albums higher, but... That's that's probably true. Um, I'm going Pet Sounds. Mm -hmm. I can't... Something about Jim Morrison just drives me nuts. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Uh, let's see. This or Biz Marquee? <laughs> <laughs> and Biz was fun, but there was no there was no there album. There, there wasn't a string of... There was just like... It was so hit and miss on Biz Marquee. Yeah, Marquee's. Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds. This or Joan Jett? Mm, Joan Jett. Oh, th- man. Yeah. <laughs> I think I go Joan Jett. Yeah. There, there's enough. There's one album versus multiple hits off multiple albums. Mm-hmm. I could probably string together an album I'd rather listen to comprised of Joan Jett versus Pet Sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pet Sounds or an 80s Queen album. <laughs> Pet Sounds. <laughs> Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds over any 80s album. Pet Sounds or Wu-Tang? Pet Sounds. 
Pet, not a fan of Wu Tang. Wu Tang's our highest downloaded episode. Yeah. People loved hearing us talk about Wu Tang. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Pet sounds or now that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, we only got thirty three episodes. Do we really? Yeah, thirty three. So pet sounds at least isn't the worst thing Hicks has heard, but it's up there. Yeah, it's just not my thing. It's up there. That's understandable. Yeah. I, I personally, before this next episode drops, which I don't know when it'll drop, you're going to what, Florida? Yep. Hicks is going to Florida. I'm staying in Ohio. Fuck my life. <laughs> uh, but but Faith No More is coming up. I will give anyone, I don't know how many people listen all the way through. I will go ahead and say right now I'm extremely excited Good about the Faith No More episode. Good. Hicks hasn't got much of a chance to listen to him much. No, I haven't. Uh, preface for that episode, I love it. I, everything Mike Patton does, I've loved. For some reason, Tomahawk is the first Mike Patton band that I've listened to and really dug. Mm-hmm. Love that shit. Uh, Mr. Bungle, I didn't really know much about them until the latest release which i think was this year or the end of last year okay it's a thrash metal album okay and it's fucking good i never really listened to faith no more because growing up I, all all i ever heard was like yeah you man the radio played the shit they out of played that. the fuck why is it <laughs> They Gosh. played the fuck out of that shit. Yeah. And that song alone did not grab me. Yeah. Nearly enough for me to listen to more of Faith No More. But. Yeah. I've listened to probably half the discography with a cognitive listen. Mm-hmm. And I am kind of excited about it. So I'm eager Good. to hear your thoughts. Good. Uh, they switched singers, two albums with the, the first singer and then the rest with Mike Patton. Okay. And there's, there's a lot to dissect there. Oh, I'm sure. So I'm excited about that one. We don't know when it'll drop. Could be three weeks, could be four. I don't, I don't know. It's busy fucking Christmas. Uh, I'll read a few more comments before we sign off. For some reason, I suddenly want to listen to some Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> don't, don't do fucking it. do it. Don't do it, please. Don't do it, Robert. Yeah. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. He says, I'd rather listen to Baby Shark all day. So would <laughs> yeah, I. If you're talking too. about in comparison to Dio, yeah. give me Baby Shark <laughs> all <shit>. day long. <laughs> all day long. Remember the horrible No Doubt song from the 90s they kept playing? I'd rather eat glass than listen to that. Don't speak. Don't speak. I, I saw No Doubt in concert. Did you? Yeah. I went to see No Doubt and Paramore Mm-hmm. And some other band, I will fully admit, I was a No Doubt fan in the 90s. That's okay. I thought Gwen Stefani was super sexy. Well, she was. And I liked their music. They were a punk band before they turned into the Don't Speak shit. Yeah. And I didn't mind the Don't Speak shit. I didn't mind the Hollaback Girl shit. I didn't love it, sure. but I was okay with it. Robert apparently was not. Yeah. And that's okay. Sure. Different strokes, different folks. Sure. It didn't hold up. I couldn't go back and listen to No Doubt now. No, I can't. There will not be a no doubt episode in the future (laughs) of this podcast. No, I can't do that. He says I'd rather listen to the Osmonds. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Don't know anything about the Osmonds. But I did watch a clip of uh, one of the carpenters playing drums and singing at the same time, the female. Fucking rocked it. Tearing it up. Rocked it. And what about that Nandy Bichelle cover of forty six and two? Oh yeah. Oh, no doubt. That little girl can fucking play yeah, her she heart can. out. Man. She's going places. And that's on a small drum set. Yeah, Danny no Carey's drum set looks like a fucking 
octopus. It's like a fucking music store. It's a music store. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all the it's it's like fucking every drum set in there combined into one. Yeah, and she killed it on a small drum set. Good for her. Good for her indeed. Big fan. Pet sounds. I thought it was okay, but I probably won't revisit it. Hicks thought it fucking sucked ass. <laughs> yeah. Brian Wilson yeah. can lick Hicks's balls. <laughs> uh, it's not Brian Wilson. It's just this album in general wasn't for me. Yeah. Understandable. There's yeah. not a fucking riff on it. Yeah, just not. The hardest me. riff was done on a flute. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Will Ferrell in a fucking <laughs> jazz fucking restaurant playing a jazz uh, flute. Hicks is right. Robert says it. He says, Hicks is right. I'm in the wrong. Pet sound sucks. Which I, I don't love it. <laughs> no, no. I don't love it. A... It was okay. Yeah. Different strokes, different folks. I told Hicks before this episode, anything we do, let that hate out of your heart. Sure. Don't fucking go back and listen to it just because I like it. Let the hate out. Sure. Is what it is. So if you're thinking about listening to Pet Sounds, yeah, you know, maybe give it a few songs. See if you like it. If not, sure. whatever. Sure. We'll see you. Hopefully sometime soon with Faith No More. Merry Christmas to everybody. That's I know right. we're not putting out an episode before Christmas because it's fucking Christmas. That's right. I can't wait for this shit to be over so we can get to New Year's. So it's 2022, but I'm a year older and a year closer to <laughs> contemplating the fact that I'm going to die soon. Close we'll to see retirement. You. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's a good thought right there. That's right. We'll see you guys next see time. See everybody. Peace. Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to, send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. 